Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Zach Jackson talked to Andrew Barry yesterday at the Senior Bowl. Did you watch any Senior Bowl practice? Uh, just what I saw online, basically. Honestly. I, so you didn't? I, what, did they televise it on the NFL yeah, Network? it's always on NFL Network. Oh, they have they have gavel-to-gavel coverage of the thing, man. They, yeah, that's it's a big deal. Zach Jackson talked to Andrew Barry uh, yesterday, or a couple days ago, maybe. But I, I it, it came out yesterday. Andrew Barry said, and, and Daryl brought it up as well, in no uncertain terms that it doesn't need to be restructured this year. The cap is not necessarily a very big issue. And I'm going, man, I got a couple of different thoughts about that. I'd like to hear you at first. Because I think a lot of fans are going, I hate to say it like this, man, but I think a lot of fans are going, all right, if he's bad, we get out of it sooner. That's true. That's true. As you know, if you restructure, you're basically kicking the can down the down the road. But if you don't restructure, can you afford the free agency help that you need when you don't you might not have as many picks as you used to, especially impactful picks like a first rounder? You have to make that decision, folks. Andrew Barry needs to make that decision. So he could say, and by the way, it could be certainly it's not gamesmanship. You you wouldn't want to say, hey, we absolutely need to restructure the contract. You can't necessarily say that in January. But the, by the time March comes around, or I should say February, by the time March comes around, yeah, it's going to be time. Go ahead. Well, I think it's dependent, too, on, like, if they traded for T. Higgins and the contract that T. Higgins would want. He'd be the highest paid, you know, wide receiver right now in the market. Um, in this particular market, not ever, but, like, in this particular market. Well, if that happens, then they, they, they're so far over the cap right now, they'd have to restructure their their biggest contract, which would be... The Deshaun Watson. I but, just assume now they're not getting T. Higgins. Or well, right, right. I'm just saying that if if something becomes available that wouldn't have otherwise become available, I think that factors in. Also, it's interesting because every junior capologist on Twitter, and there's some really good ones that know the cap inside and out, they have all they have all said it's 100 a done deal. The, the Browns will have to to be able to have any flexibility That's whatsoever. That's what I assume. They will have to restructure yeah. the contract. So because if they don't, they'll have no flexibility. Well, there were. I mean, we had a caller yesterday who said he'd rather eat the contract, which I said was absolutely positively bonkers. Which shows you, I hate to say it, just in real life, how questionable people think people think things are right now with the quarterback situation with the Cleveland Browns. I just assume you had to. Now, the other ways to cut money that we know of right now, the obvious ones involve Nick Chubb, I think Conklin, Ex- we, and ooh, restructuring Nick Chubb. Oh, I'm talking about just cutting him. No, I mean, they could, no, 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 well, no, no, no. That's why no, I'm saying no, 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 no. I don't, I don't no. think they're going to do that. But cutting Nick well, they Chubb, can't do that. Uh, saying goodbye to Conklin and uh, Amari Cooper, but we don't think they're going to do that. Uh, I, I, don't I know, know, I know you don't, but. I wouldn't even bring it up as a possibility. Yeah. That's why I assume all along they will be restructuring and kicking the can down the road. What would on the hit Deshaun, be on which, Conklin? 
Conklin, know? his cap hit. I put you in a bad spot. You might have to look that up. It's it's considerable still. I mean, his cap hit this year, 19, 19 four the mm. following year, but dead cap is 24 the two years combined. Jeez. Yeah, it's... um. They're in a no-win with Conklin by by extending him the way they did, and then him getting injured immediately, and then yeah, the following year getting injured immediately. You didn't know Dewan Jones was going to be know. himself, so you, you, it's weird. It was the going rate for a, for a right tackle like Jack. I think some people are surprised because all we do is talk about how mo- how important left tackles are. We never talk about how important right tackles are. This is going to get nitty gritty here for just a moment here. I don't know if you have to play it, but right tackles because of. The type of athletes now you have at quarterback, right tackles have become just as important. Because if you had a right-handed quarterback, obviously they're not seeing it from the blind side, but if you have a right-handed quarterback, they're going to want to get out and step up in the pocket, then step out of the pocket, and you need a guy to, to get in there and make sure he does good work and has great feet. And Dewan Jones's feet were, were wonderful in the right tackle spot. And up until terrific. the injuries, Jack Conklin had great feet. So the right tackle spot is becoming just as not just as important, but almost as important as the left tackle spot, and that means that they're yeah. going to get paid a lot more well, if they're that important. And so the other name, Amari Cooper, I think they'd save $12 million um, on Cooper. So it makes sense to me that they'll restructure Cooper or they'll extend him and lower that lower that hit next year because the cap hits $23 million. I think they can, you know, dip into that by extending him down the road, which, you know, there's risk-reward. The, the reward is, holy crap, Amari Cooper looked great. Up until the injury at the mm-hmm. end of the year, he was amazing. He had his best game, you know, in his NFL career. Well, he hurt his heel in the best game yeah. of his NFL career. Yeah, he was terrific. The risk is he is almost thirty, and what do we know about most receivers? When well, there's going to be 30? a drop off at some point. Yeah, I also think though that if you can extend him, boy, it, it, see this conversation almost goes to the same spot anyway. You cut, you talk it out. It goes to the spot where the quarterback's just going to have to play well. I mean, that's it. Like, I, I heard Albert Breer on with Nick yesterday, and he was asked the question about whether or not, you know, Watson's play is just as important as wins. I want to play this answer for you, but I, I have a different thought to it from what Albert Breer says. Hit it. Look, like, if he gets hurt again and you win 13 games or he just plays okay and you win 13 games, like, I'd say it's still fine. You know what I mean? Like, where it gets tricky is if you're good, not great, maybe you don't get to the level you were at last year and Deshaun's average. You know, I think that that's where it's like, okay, like, so who are we going to point the finger at? Well, now it's kind of hard to point the finger at the quarterback because you still have him under, you know, under a fully guaranteed contract for a couple more years. And that's where, you know, sort of decision-making can come in where you might say, okay, you know, now we got to do something else. We got to change something else to get him going. That's why he sort of reshuffled offensive coaches in an effort to do that. What's next? Well, I don't think you win 13, 14 games without Deshaun Watson playing really well. Yeah, that's hard. I think that's the difference this year. Yeah, and the other part of it is, what are the odds the defense plays as dominantly? I think they could be really good again next year, mm-hmm. especially in year two of Schwartz's system. But what are the odds you get the performances like you did against Cincinnati, against Tennessee? I mean, we are talking all-time dominant, singular performances like the defense is not going to be just statistically they're going to maybe they'll force more turnovers I mean you never know about any of that that always seems to be filled with law turnovers it tends to be almost year by year I mean you'd like to force turnovers your defense would like to force turnovers I know things got a little bit better as it went on but I know that that was a frustrating thing for them at the beginning of the season 
Uh, but in terms of turnovers offensively, I mean, you have to try to limit your turnovers the best you can. I can't see there being two straight years where you just have that many turnovers in a season offensively with any quarterback that you had. Again, as much as we, I, I like and respect Joe Flacco, he did have three pick sixes in two games. And could have had more. <laughs> yeah, it was it was as bad as it gets on, on, on that front of things. Everything else was great, but that was as bad as it gets. For for Watson, they need to they need to keep this window open as long as they can because th- this is my thinking. I don't think anybody out there. Yeah, you know, I I started ripping on this yesterday, and you can go back and listen. Seven a.m. ninety two three the fan dot com. I said people are getting very emotional about this. We're doing the same thing with Deshaun Watson that we did with Baker Mayfield. There are people who will only listen to positives with Deshaun Watson and will go and search the ends of the earth for good plays by him to put on social media to somehow prove a point that he's still a good quarterback. Then there's people who will not pay attention to any of that, and they will do whatever they can to besmirch him as a quarterback. It's the same exact thing we did with Baker Mayfield. Look at the reasoning of it. Look at the decisions they've made with their offensive staff. They clearly believe that things need to get better. They clearly do. So how do I make things better? How do I take pressure off Deshaun Watson. Because again, this is a long thing to it. Last year, and people got emotional about this, this last year, I should say, Joe Flacco exposed a couple of things. One, I think he might have exposed the offense and the changes they needed for that offense, Boy, that's considering that they are working with Deshaun Watson for their future, not 39-year-old Joe Flacco. So that's one of the things that I think that was exposed. Second of all, I brought this up a million times, it's not rust, it's confidence. So I'm working with Deshaun Watson no matter what. I need to make him confident no matter what. This all needs to work out the way I need it to work out. And I need to put him in a more confident position. How do I do that? I make sure that the team is loaded with talent. So the Browns have no no other choice but to rob Peter to pay Paul. And if he works out, if he starts playing exceedingly well throughout the entire year, it's going to be great. And it's all going to work out, and things will be wonderful. And yeah, you're going to have to go through a roster turnover a time or two, but you'll keep your head above water. If you don't do this, if you didn't restructure him, I'm afraid you might be cutting off your nose to spite your face. Because now I'm putting up a wall where I I did all this work to open up this window, and maybe the window isn't there, and you're going to bring up the the point of sunk cost fallacy, possibly. I don't even know if you're on the other side of this. I'm just explaining it. You might bring up sunk cost fallacy, which is true, but guys, I got no other choice. I have no other choice. I might get my first-round picks back eventually, and I might get all that other stuff eventually, but we're going to be a young team, and we are going to be hamstrung by the former contract, no matter what it is. It almost turns into tone. I hate that... (laughs) We were just talking about LeBron. It almost turns into LeBron. It almost turns into LeBron. The power is wielded by one guy because of his contract. You have to do everything you can to put talent around him right now. And when he's done, he's going to have to either he'll stay and he'll either have to carry a team that needs to be restructured or needs to be turned over in that roster. Or if we have to move on from him, because that's usually how it works in the NFL, not the other way around. That's the difference with LeBron. If we have to move on from him, 2016 and 17 were really rough. We're probably going to go back to that at some point. At some point. Sorry. Well, that's a very sobering thought. I didn't mean to do it like that. <laughs> I, I'm not trying to be a downer for anybody. but Well, that's why we understand the stakes. We understand how important the season is. And I, I just think the entire training camp is going to be 
a couple of things we're going to be dialed in on. Because I think we we know the defense is going to be good. They'll have a new wide receiver that they're going to work in. We'll we'll see what that chemistry is like. So that'll mm-hmm. be a big conversation. But the real conversation will be how has how has Deshaun Watson healed up from that glenoid injury and surgery? Which and I didn't even bring that up. So some people are alarmed at, but we'll see. Maybe it'll be fine. Maybe we trust the Browns and the rehab, and that he'll be back to where he needs to be. That's number one. Number two, the let Deshaun Watson cook phrase is going to be no heard choice. a lot. I think you got no other choice. You 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 parallel that with what he said about scripted plays, and you saw Joe Flacco dominated with the scripted plays. Uh, the fact that we know Deshaun's numbers now, they get stronger as the game goes by. He's a field quarterback. He's a field quarterback. You know what that means. He, he is a guy that needs to feel it. He's... You you're not telling Deshaun Watson where to throw the football. That's not him. He has instincts. He has a way he plays the game, which is not the same as some of the other quarterbacks in the league. I think that that can be a, a dangerous thing to say about a lot of quarterbacks. When you say they have to feel it, I, I think that quarter, I think that any coach wants somebody who can process it before they feel it. And when I say he has to feel it, I think you're you're leaving out, not you, but I think when we say it, it sounds like we're trying to leave out a lot of details that need to be filled. It is still going to be a detailed-oriented position. You have to be able to see things pre-snap to be able to take advantage of them. And you have to see things pre-snap to make sure that they're not taking advantage of you. And I think that Deshaun Watson can do that. He's illustrated that in his podcast before. So I don't doubt that. But when we say he's a feel-it-out quarterback, that's why I think they've made these moves and brought in Ken Dorsey because he's had that type of quarterback before. Two one six four seven four double O ninety two. Do we have to restructure that contract? People getting in on that. And Lima tried to zing me yesterday on the phone. Little does he know, I'm still right. Ken Carmen, Anthony Lima, live on the fan. Coming in hot, nine forty. Don't you mess it up. I'm gonna ask you the nastiest question you've ever been asked. You are going to hate it. You are going to hate me for asking yes. you. Which there's going to be people who dive bomb it and just for me to do it. I'll do it. I'm a, I, I came up with the most diabolical, nasty-ass question. And by the way, it's a... Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. 
So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Evergreen. So if you guys can't do it right next week of the week, actually, no, I'm going to suspend coming in hot for the next two weeks. After, after, for paternity. For Agreed. paternity for tone, yeah. I, we, I ain't doing it with, with somebody else. I'm doing it with you. That's how it works. You know, I if my wife ain't home, I don't just do it with somebody else. I do it with her. That's the way it goes. 216-474-0092. A lot of people, real quick, before we get back to the Watson stuff, because I want to get to these calls. You were right. I thought you might be straw manning it at the very beginning of the show about Bill Callahan. And the people who were saying that the Browns should have talked tough and maybe should have blocked Bill Callahan from going to the going to the the Tennessee Titans. I, I am concerned about their future. Now, Scott Peters is his assistant offensive line coach. He's been with the Browns the last three years. He was a former NFL offensive lineman, which by the way, he's one of the guy he's one of the, like the Joe Thomas guys, Nick Hart, uh, Hardwick guys who were bigger in the NFL and is now all cut up. At least from this photo, it looks like here. He's a strapping man. Uh, hopefully, he's learned a lot. Maybe he gets the bump, and maybe it's going to work out well. Like, I can't guarantee. I'm not saying because Bill Callahan's gone, this is going to be a huge embarrassing failure. It's much better to replace a guy in February than it was like when you had to do with Andy Moeller, which those were extenuating sad circumstances, but better than when you had to do it right before the season started. So if you got to replace a guy, this is better to do it now. We knew he wasn't going to be here forever, but I also know that I know it's a business 67 years old. He could just leave you, and then you're left with nothing. And I don't want to upset him. Who knows? Maybe they go after Scott Peters, and he's only an assistant offensive line coach. Maybe to the bump to the to the actual line coach, that would they would do because there were several people going, Ken, you said it yourself. They have to give Bill Callahan a promotion. Well, you could always just agree to move on, and they could just give him a quote-unquote honorary title of assistant head coach slash offensive line. And it's a bump in, in, in title. And then that's it. If they really wanted to do it, but I thought the Browns did the right thing. And just, it seems as of right now, I mean, it's only reported that, Hey, he wants to go coach his son with his son. It's fine. And I don't have anything nefarious behind it. I don't know if Bill Callahan, and I'm not saying he was, I don't think Bill Callahan was, Upset, I think he's probably sad to see his friends have to move on, and Alex Van Pelt's going to be an offensive coordinator. It looks like play caller with the New England Patriots and Stump Mitchell and everybody like that. I think that for Bill Callahan, he sees a rebuild project going on in Tennessee, and damn it, everybody's going to do what they can to help their children, and so he's going to help his son. you got a really big rebuild you have to do. you got Will Levis down there, and he's – Hey, we did shirtless quarterback talk yesterday. He's cut up, so I don't know how well he's going to work out. You got ripped quarterbacks. I don't know how how much I can gauge their success. So it's going to be tough for for Brian Callahan. And if if I were Bill Callahan, yeah, I'm going to help my son. By the way, I just saw when when Pittsburgh hired Arthur Smith, uh, there were rumors that he was going to be reunited with Mike Munchak, mm-hmm. who I think has not been a coach over the last year, two years, but. It seems like every indication, because I saw some Browns fans mentioning his name, it seems like every indication is they want to go younger. Well, this is it. This is what I'm thinking about. I would love to have Mike Munchak, okay? I'd love if Dante Skarnecchia would love to come back. Like, those, yeah, those right. are fine. But I also, I can't keep talking about the three same offensive line coaches. 
So at some point, somebody's got to step up and be that guy. Hopefully, it'd be great if the Browns had a great season next year and they were like 12-5 and five and then ended up having like, oh, Scott Peters doing a great job picking up right where Bill Callahan left off. That'd be great. It'd be great to have the next guy that works out for you. So I'm I'm willing if it is if it does end up being Scott Peters, obviously I'm willing to give it a chance. He worked underneath Bill Bill Callahan. He'll do things his own way, but but we'll see how it goes. I can't confirm anything yet. We're just a lot of us are assuming. Two one six four seven four double oh ninety two. Back to Watson's restructuring. I just think you have no choice. I know what I what what Andrew Barry might have said to Zach Jackson yesterday down in Mobile, but I don't know if you necessarily have a choice because if you don't trust Deshaun Watson to carry it forward without some of these people that you have to would possibly either restructure or let go, then you need to restructure his contract to make sure as much talent is around him. And you did this all for a reason. You have to try to strike while the iron's hot. Like they have to be thinking not just wild card round next year. Like we can we can put our okay, I think that they are a AFC championship team or a divisional round team. They need to be thinking Super Bowl. Because at some point the bubble's gonna burst. Two one six four seven four double zero ninety two. Mike in Streetsboro, you're next up on the fan. Yeah, I mean, I agree with. I, I think that you know Deshaun doesn't want to be in a system that has structure. I think he kind of wants to run the offense the way he wants to run it. Well, I think. And when, I, oh, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. And and I think that that's really you know Kevin Stefanski's way of running the the offense is really turned out good, especially with Flacco. So I I don't know how that's going to work at all. Well, that's why I think that they had to bring in Dorsey, and that's why I'm, I, I can. This is not a, re, a report or anything, Mike, but I'm thinking that that's why they brought in Dorsey to probably call plays and to make it work in Sapatico with him because of the history he has with quarterbacks that can get out there and move. I know. I just, I guess, I, you know, you don't want to get rid of a good coach over a player, and, and hopefully that it won't come to that. Uh, clearly, Mike. Thank you very much for the call. Let me get to Nick in Chagrin Falls. You're next up on the fan. Ken, Anthony, I can't believe you guys are defending Deshaun Watson. First, he was an elite quarterback, right, Anthony? An elite athlete. Now he's a field quarterback. Listen, the guy hasn't done proven anything since he got here other than cash and checks. Joe Flacco steps in. What was it, four games in a row, 300-plus yards? Unbelievable. No spring training, nothing. You know what? These coaches – He did skip spring training. That's right. He was not oh, right, in well, uh, Phoenix. Okay. Not in Scottsdale. Okay. Oh, good they, year. Good year. I'm sorry. All right. Well, regardless, these coaches, they got not reputations. Anymore. They make a lot of money. And these guys are leaving the Browns because they can see the writing on the wall with Deshaun Watson. It ain't going to work. And and it's sad because I've been. Wait a minute. They're leaving because they see. Whoa, whoa, Nick. They're leaving. It's a preemptive strike because oh, no. they see the writing on the well, wall. Sure. That should be a bigger story. You got, you got a reputation. What if the guy goes nine and nine and eight? I don't believe that Alex Van Pelt left on his own volition. Nick, I do not believe that Alex Van Pelt left on his own volition. No, no. Oh, I do. Yeah, that, well, I what do. What tells well, you he did? What's your source? No, no, no source. It's like when you're an adult, you make decisions for yourself. This guy. He left because he sees there's no future with Deshaun Watson. It's just that simple. No. Oh, okay, Nick. you can laugh all you want. No, but Nick, I'll call Nick, you Nick. Back no, you can keep laughing, Kenny. <laughs> keep laughing. Wait a minute. Nick. Hey, Lima. Nick. Hey, Lima. Keep laughing. What? Go ahead, Nick. Hey, Lima. I used to work with uh, a Tony Lima on the beer trucks in the 90s. Any relation? 
I, people ask me that all this guy, this okay. guy has more fans than I do because I'm asked about him every day. You're awesome. Yeah. Hey, listen, you guys keep up the good job, but I'll call you next year around this time when we're, when we go eight, eight and uh, nine, eight and nine, okay? that's 17. Yes. Nick, thank you very much for the call. Nick, no one's defending him. I'm just telling you how it has to be. This is, this is life. This is life with, with Deshaun Watson and the Browns. Unless you have a better idea. You can't trade him. Can't move on. I'm not willing to just give up on it. I do you, I, I still thought there was some good play in there. How different and do I you got think, no other choice? How different do you think the offense truly looks next year? Um because oh, I, I think it's gonna look a bit different. Well, I here's part of what I wonder. Uh, you know, some people like that last caller, and I've heard others say like he's lost some athleticism. I haven't seen that. Have you seen that? No, I think he's running around like crazy. I mean, Wait, he, you think he's lost some athleticism? Okay, for a second, I, you gave me a look like, oh, I'm thinking it. So, I don't think he's lost athleticism. You don't think so. Do you think, you know, there's all this talk about the structure of offense. I said you, I meant Owen, sorry. Do not, you think we're going to see it look a little, I know he's not as physically imposing as Josh Allen. Do you think it looks more like the Buffalo offense than it did the Deshaun and Cleveland offense last year? I think it's going to look more like the Houston offense. Okay, that's so, what he was great so in. So no under center, though. The Go under center stuff, basics. that dies with Joe Flacco. Well, you that, have is, to, that is done. Well, and, and I agree with, like, Brian Baldinger, I think, is the one who said it. Like, you have to have some sort of threat to go under center for play action so to, to keep everybody honest. But if it's not going to do you any good, like, that's where the RPO came from, is that you had to keep some people honest, and you had to have something there where he's not just going to take it himself, and so the RPO was really born. It was basically born out of old draws, and that's the way it is. Where yeah, he's going to keep it. I I think that you can run some of that, but you also have to have a system where hey, you can take the ball right under center and and, and get going with a with an ISO if you really needed to. Maybe there's that, but I think the offense is going to probably look a lot like it did in Houston because we got to get back to making him comfortable. You got to get back to basics. It's not a it's it's not a defense. It's not an excuse. This is the truth of what it is. You ain't going nowhere, and this is what you have to do. That's why I have to say, yeah, man, you gotta, you're gotta. you going to have to restructure this contract, and you're going to have to move on with him. Can I take this call? I'm dying to. It just says this. Isaac and Shaker Heights, hello. Hey, how you doing? Hey, I was just listening at work, but I had got away from the radio, and I, 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 I forgive me for interrupting your subject matter. All I right. knew it was uh, talking about Watson, but uh, that Nick had it all wrong. He, he was uh, way off base. Basic thing is they have to win the Super Bowl within two because other than that, it's just a failure. And if Watson can do it, he can do it. If he can't, he can't. But it has nothing to do, as far as Nick is concerned, has nothing to do with Flacco because they fail to mention every time Flacco's six pick sixes. They fail to realize that the guy was a good, but he also was a flaw. He was Joe Flacco, and that's why he wasn't Most in the league. Most exciting anyway, quarterback anyway. I've ever seen. You right, didn't know right. what was going to happen deep. on every throw. He gave us some, yeah, exactly. Really fact, good Josh one, Naylor. That one, that one screen pass, he held back. He was like, nah, I'm not throwing this one. But anyway, <laughs> but anyway, Nick got it totally wrong. Joe Flacco, come on, man. Uh, but anyway, we stuck with Watson, and that's what the subject matter is. That's, and I'm agreeing with you, Ken. Mm-hmm. It's either, either, either he's going to sit on the pot or go. You know what I mean? You know what I'm trying to say. You got but close, anyway, but good call. I got a perfect, I, yeah, I got a right. perfect nickname. Here we go. Perfect nickname. You ready? Yeah. You ready? And Let's you, go. Sammy White Lightning Merrill. White Lightning. What was the lightning part of it, Isaac? Again, if you could repeat. Ken, Ken was having problems with his, his uh, earphones. Huh? Sammy 
White Lightning. No, Mitch is Merrill. talking to us in his ear. Mitch, Don't do that. See, we have a new producer, Isaac, unfortunately. Yeah. So when we get a an actual good call, which we finally have one, Mitch ruins the whole thing by talking in our ear. So go ahead one time. Hello? Yeah, one see, more what's time. Going? Yeah, one more time. One, one, perfect nickname for, for Sam Merrill. Sammy Merrill. Did that one work? What? I didn't hear Did it. Did that one go over the air? No, I didn't hear it. See, Mitch is like... I heard him say Sammy Mitch Merrill. Mitch throwing his hands in the air. Wait, Owen, the nickname for Sam White Merrill is Sam Owen's going nuts. I'm checking. Yeah, see, I can't even hear... As Isaac's White? still on, I can't even hear him. The Isaac. white... Put him what? on hold Isaac. and bring him back. Okay, we got him back now. All right, Isaac, you there? Thank you. Yeah, I'm there. Yeah, All I'm right, there. what's the nickname again? Coming in hot in seven minutes. Sammy White Lightning. It's not working. I mean, it's not working at Something's all. Going on. The thing is, it's not working. Is that Isaac, in monotone? Get... Can you do it in stereo? No, please. Fix the board. <laughs> Isaac, fix the board. Isaac, Isaac can you nickname? come in and fix the board? So here's what I need you to do, Isaac. We're going to take a one-second pause. You count 1-1,000 one, in your head. Then come right. say the nickname. Do one Mississippi. One, yeah. one Mississippi works better. Go ahead. White Lightning. M-I-S-S-I-S-S-I-P-P-I. It's not working. Okay, I didn't it. hear it. Yeah. Oh, that's too. Is it too incorrect? Is that what it is? What is it? No, it's just not no. working. Isaac, count out loud the one Mississippi thing. and then say it. Say one Mississippi, then yeah. say it. One Mississippi, White Lightning. Did you catch that? It's just not working. Okay. So I, Isaac, I'm sorry. We got to let you go. We've Thank had you very phone much issues the, the last three minutes. I so don't, his name is Sam One Mississippi Merrill. I guess I didn't. Is no, that I like what the that. Nickname I actually is? like that. Is it One Mississippi? That's a great Let's nickname. Do it. That I mean, that, I think it, it should be Sam from Free Mississippi. Well, for all the threes that he hits in a game, according yep. to Lima, One yep. Mississippi. Okay. I, is he from Mississippi? So let it be written, guys. So let it be done. If Rockage Mortgage Fieldhouse doesn't start chanting one Mississippi every time he shoots a three. I think it's a no-brainer. Isaac stumbled onto something. I love it. That's why we love calls like that. Somebody who thinks about it before they say it. Thank you. Once it gets through, and it's golden. Folks, there's a big change in the Big Ten coaching ranks. Nick Wilson and Spencer German have you covered during the new episode of Sons of the Shoe. Follow Sons of the Shoe on 923thefan.com and the free Odyssey app and wherever you get your podcasts. Coming up next, folks. Coming in hot, you better keep your comments within the boundaries of good taste. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 